Welcome to the Cutting Edge Ministries podcast. Our mission is threefold. One, to explain the goals and aspirations of the New World Order. Two, to explain how its implementation will affect the average American citizen and family. And number three, to show how families are being influenced now before we actually move into this system. Armed with this information, you will learn how you can protect yourself, your children, your family, your loved ones and friends, and live a triumphant Christian life in a most difficult world. And now, to our podcast. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Jim on behalf of David Bay, Director of Cutting Edge Ministries, located on the Internet at cuttingedge.org and by phone at 800-451-8211. Freemasonry is leading the world into the one-world religion foretold in biblical prophecy. We will study how her very organization facilitates this one-world goal. You may finally understand why Masonry is organized the way she is, and why she can deceive Christians especially so very well. Suppose that a group of pagans got together and decided they wanted to form a men's-only club, with each man independently deciding that he wanted to start every meeting with a prayer to his demon god. They could all agree to this, but they would have a rough time selecting a name which all could embrace. Hindus would want to worship Vishnu, and of course the men of other pagan religions would want to worship their demon god by the name they commonly use. They could not agree to use the name for the demon god of any one particular religion, without favoring one religion over another. Additionally, if they choose to use an obviously pagan name for the object of worship, they will have a hard time getting even immature Christians to join the club and participate in worship with them. Of course, that's exactly what Satan wants. If they choose a neutral name, such as the Sovereign Grand Creator of the Universe, and open all of their prayers in his name, then all of the worshipers can be satisfied. But are they now worshiping the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible? No, they're still worshiping demons. Now consider the situation if a Christian were to walk into a Hindu temple and take part in the worship service, he would assume that he was worshiping Jesus, even though he was joining in corporate prayer to Vishnu. Would the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob be willing to accept worship in this manner? The answer is found in Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth. Paul wrote, The sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons, too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. Are you trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? 1 Corinthians 10, 20-22 Now consider the situation if the Hindu agrees to change the name which they use from Vishnu to Sovereign Grand Creator of the Universe. Even if they are able to agree to change the name that they use to identify their demon, certain elements of pagan worship rituals such as circumambulation, remain, with the substitute name for the demon, 
Would it then be acceptable for a Christian to participate in the Hindu ceremony of worship? What if the Hindu decides that when a man who calls himself a Christian officiates at the services, they will allow him to choose prayers to Vishnu in Jesus' name? Would that make it Christian? If over a long, long time the number of men who claimed to be Christians increased and the number of Hindus decreased, until finally there were no more men who preferred to be Hindu taking part in the Hindu rituals of worship. Would it then be Christian? How is this different from worship in the pagan men's club? Of course, the men's club would claim that their club is not a religion. Is the worship of demons through prayer made any less idolatrous by the claim that it is not a religion? These situations accurately model the worship which takes place in Masonic lodges today. Freemasonry teaches that there is one God, and men of all religions worship that one God, using a variety of different names. In a Masonic lodge, all join in the corporate prayer to the great architect of the universe, G-A-O-T-U. When Christopher Hafner wrote, Workman unashamed the testimony of a Christian Freemason, he correctly espoused Masonic teaching when he wrote, Now imagine we stand in the lodge with my head bowed in prayer between Brother Muhammad Bukhari and Brother Anjun Melwani. To neither of them is the great architect of the universe perceived to be the Holy Trinity. To Brother Baldari, he has been revealed as Allah. To Brother Melwani, he is probably perceived as Vishnu. Since I believe that there is only one God, I am confronted with three possibilities. They're praying to the devil while I am praying to God. They're praying to nothing as their gods do not exist. They're praying to the same God as I, yet their understanding of his nature is partly incomplete, as indeed is mine. 1 Corinthians 13.12 It is without hesitation that I accept the third possibility. Workman Unashamed, page 39 It is truly a shame that Hafner did not read and understand chapter 10, of 1 Corinthians. If he had, he would have understood that pagans worship demons, not God. Islam denies that Jesus Christ is the unique Son of God. Rather, it declares that Jesus was only a prophet. Islamic doctrine declares that Allah, the God of Islam, does not have a son. Since the God of the Bible has a son, and Allah, the God of Islam, does not have a son, Allah cannot be the same God as the God of the Bible. Furthermore, if Hafner has read and understood the book of Second John, he would have understood that those who reject Jesus Christ and do not follow in his teachings do not have God. John wrote, Whoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, Receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is a partaker of his evil deeds. 2 John 9-11 With an understanding of this passage, 
it is possible to know that those who organized this paganism known as Freemasonry were not Christian. They were not continuing in the teachings of the scriptures. Would Christians substitute the name G-A-O-T-U for God and do away with the name of Jesus so that pagans could join with them in prayer without being offended? No, true Christians would have shared Jesus with the pagans so they too might have salvation through faith in him. It is true that there is one God. However, all men, specifically pagans, do not worship that one God. The worshipers of Baal learned the truth on Mount Carmel. Baal is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Judgment was swift on Mount Carmel. See 1 Kings 18, 20-40. The God of Freemasonry, the G-A-O-T-U, Grand Architect of the Universe, is also not the God of the Bible. Will God judge Masons who do not repent and continue to worship Gaotu any differently than he judged the worshipers of Baal? Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10 What will Jesus tell the Mason who claims to be a Christian? Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven... Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we not cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Matthew seven twenty one through 23 By joining in pagan worship ceremonies, we sinned against God. When we realized that Gaotu was not the God of the Bible, we claimed the promise found in John's first letter. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, We have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If you are a Christian who has become ensnared in Freemasonry, we urge you to confess your involvement in Freemasonry as sin and renounce it as we have. Jesus wants to forgive you, but his forgiveness is dependent on you and your confession and repentance. Diane Washoon, Ex-Masons for Jesus Now that we understand that the very organization of Freemasonry is contributing to the advancement of the coming one-world system of religion and the false prophet of Antichrist, we can more easily understand how Freemasonry was created, so as to enable all men of all religions to join in worship. 
Though each one voices worship and prayer, each one in his inner heart feels he is worshiping the demons behind his own God. Then, after a very long time, American Freemasonry no longer has anyone attending who is from a foreign religion. So they stand together as Christians, praying to the old traditional demons behind Gaotu. Once we take another quick look at the traditional Masonic symbols, the Masonic emblem is a pentagram, with only the left to right arms missing. In the early days, Masons intended to display the emblem publicly, so they eliminated the left to right arm to camouflage the fact that this was a pentagram. But the pagans, like the Wiccans, are not fooled. Listen to their explanation of the camouflaged Masonic pentagram. In Freemasonry, man as microprosopus was and is associated with the five-pointed pentalpha or pentagram. The symbol was used interlaced and upright from the sitting master of the lodge. The geometric properties and structure of the endless knot were appreciated and symbolically incorporated into the 72-degree angle of the compasses, the Masonic emblem of virtue and duty. Thus fellow pagans like Wiccan witchcraft have no trouble seeing the truth, that Freemasonry is one of the many pagan organizations in the world. Pictures do not lie. Also notice that the explanation they gave, the Eastern Star Emblem, the women's branch of Freemasonry uses the five-pointed eastern star as its emblem. Each point commemorates the heroine of biblical love, while this picture seems to show ten points. The eastern star is really only five points, with the other five being just repeated at slightly different angles. Freemasonry goes to great lengths to disguise its true origins. We are indebted to the Wiccan witches for revealing the truth to us. However, this eastern star is more clear than the one accompanying the Masonic symbol of virtue and duty. Now examine the eastern star to the satanic goat's head of Mendez. Once you examine these two symbols carefully, you can have no doubt but that the eastern star symbol is nothing more nor less than the satanic goat head one of the most evil symbols ever created by the Satanist. Can you sense the presence of those pagan demonic spirits lurking behind the Christian mask of Freemasonry? Now let us return to the subject of the very organization of Masonry, enabling them to bring all religions of the world into its temples to deceive the immature and biblically illiterate Christian into thinking they are Christian. This organization is the reason that the name Jesus Christ is not mentioned in any rituals. Remember that a belief in God alone is not enough for salvation and eternal life with Jesus Christ. The Apostle James captures this truth in James 2.19. Thou believest that there is one God? Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Obviously, the demons who believe in God are not saved. Likewise, any person who claims belief in God without also believing in and trusting alone in Jesus Christ alone for salvation is not saved. Finally, remember that no one can will themselves into heaven, nor can anyone claim their way into heaven. Jesus Christ alone makes the decision 
as to who is truly his and who is not. Now that you know how the very organization of Freemasonry contributes mightily to their advancement of the one world religion of the coming new world order, you can get a good idea just how close we are to the end of the age. Are you spiritually ready? Is your family? Are you adequately protecting your loved ones? This is the reason for this ministry, to enable you to first understand the peril facing you and then help you develop strategies to warn and protect your loved ones. Once you have been thoroughly trained, you can also use your knowledge as a means to open the door of discussion with an unsaved person. I've been able to use it many times. We've seen people come to Jesus Christ as a result. These perilous times are also a time when we can reach many souls for Jesus Christ, making an eternal difference. You can contact us by mail or email from our website. God bless you, and may he maintain a hedge of protection around you and your family. What must I do to be saved? Please go to our website at cuttingedge.org, and you'll find a link there to What Must I Do to be Saved, which gives you the plan of salvation according to the Bible. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we'll be back again soon. The transcript of this podcast is posted with links to our many resources for further study of Freemasonry and secret societies. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, and I want to thank you for supporting Cutting Edge Ministries with your donations and your support through the purchases in our bookstore. For more than 20 years now, David Bay, through Cutting Edge Ministries, has written hundreds and hundreds of articles exposing the New World Order plan. You can find these articles at www.cuttingedge.org. We encourage you to read these, and we thank you so much for your support that enables us to make all of these articles free now, as well as our podcast. Thank you so much, and God bless.